Hey, just waiting for this live stream to get started up here. Bear with me. Bear with me one moment here. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I've had a bunch of uh, ice, so my mouth is not feeling very flexible. All right, we're live. Um, hey, Happy New Year, everybody. It's been a little while since I recorded a video, but I'm back at it. And um, got a number of uh, topics lined up here for you. So let's jump on in. Let's dive on in. Uh, so the first one is, how do I open this up? Oh, there we go. First one is a question that I got. Uh, so this is a question I got about preparing for uh, certification. And the question was um, somebody um, asking, I've been thinking about getting the first few certification, uh, certifications offered by Magento 2. Would the associate certificate be a good way to solidify a company's confidence in me as a Magento 2 dev? Given the fact that I've been developing on M2 for about three years now, I wonder how long the setting would take. Um, so a couple things real quick. I mean, this is a pretty straightforward answer I think I want to give here is um, if you have been working actively with M2 day to day, um, I would just jump right in. Like you got nothing to lose really. Um, uh, well, other than the cost of the certification. Uh, but actually what I would say is before you do the paid certification, I would do the, um, the uh, Swift Otter practice test. Um, everybody's using Swift Otter's um, study guides and programs and practice tests and stuff like that. I want to say it's free maybe, or, or it's, I think it's pretty cheap, the test, the uh, sample test or whatever. So I would do that right away um, and see how it goes. You know, the main thing I think with these certifications, and it's been a while since I've, I've done it myself personally, but back with the M1 cert, you know, the, the, the main thing is that like most people, if you're working day to day in Magento, that's the whole purpose of the certification is to sort of val verify the fact that you've been actually getting some hands-on experience with it. But the thing is you might not have touched different certain areas of, um, of the, of the system. Um, and that's where you got to be well-rounded to pass the test. You know, you got to have experience with, you know, um, lots of different functionality and maybe you've only worked in 70% of the system or whatever or maybe you really worked limited in 20-30% of the system um, that's what's gonna that's what's gonna be uh, that that that'll be what is challenging about getting certification for somebody that's been actively working with Magento if you haven't been touching certain parts of it uh, but yeah jump in take the take the practice test check out the Swift Artist stuff and then I would go ahead and jump in if you're you know if you're asking this question it's probably because you know, you're on the market or you're maybe wanting to get more um, interest from potential employers. Um, if you don't have a certification and you already, you know, are have a lot of, you know, demand for your work or you're fully employed, whatever, then you might not need to worry about it. Um, but if you are thinking about it, I think it's, it's, it's worthwhile, particularly the M2 professional. And the second part of the question, the associates versus a professional, I really, I mean, the professional certification I've heard a lot of people say is pretty hard. People that, um, uh, you know, people that are pretty smart, you know what I mean? And so people that have the plus, the Magento One Plus certifications and things like that, and lots of, lots of background in Magento. 
So I'm always impressed when I see that professional certification. So if you've been working in it three years, two years, I'd say go for it, take it. At least take the um, take the uh, Swift Arbor one, um, and uh, and and go from there. Um, so yeah, that's what I'd say about that. Um, okay, next up, there's been um, uh, working extra hours. So there was a Twitter thing that blew up all, all over Twitter. With some people talking about, um, you know, uh, is it is it? You know, one person tweeted that you basically are not going to be successful if you don't work nights and weekends in your twenties, and then there was a lot of pushback against that, and um, I found myself with conflicted feelings on it because on the one hand, I very much appreciate a company that doesn't have to um, push people to work super, you know, hard. I mean, it doesn't have to push people to work super long hours because they have a well-run system, right? Like, like I, like as a developer, you want to work for a company that, that, you know, has solid sales, you know, solid revenue and solid expectations for their clients and for the workload. Um, so that you can, you know, so that you can work effectively and productively, but without things being so crazy and hectic and, so up and down and things like that. Uh, for some companies, that's just the nature of the beast, and kind of it, it kind of uh, it kind of is what it is. So on the one hand, I very much appreciate, and I think that you know when a company is really well organized and well run and doesn't need to constantly be working crazy hours, to me that's a good thing. Um, but then I also, as I think about myself personally, like whenever I'm really building something and excited about something, I find myself working a lot of hours on it. And, um, uh, yeah, I talked to my wife and, you know, she worked a lot of hours in her twenties. And so, and so it's, it's, um, part of me agrees with that statement, <laughs> but it's, it's a very absolute statement. So I don't agree with it in its absolute form, but part of me agrees with that sentiment. But then, you know, the other part of me is really big into work-life balance. The other thing is that work, quote-unquote work, um, can have many different forms, you know. And, and any, any, any of us that work in basically knowledge work, you know, if we're learning, we're, that's work, you know. So work can have many different forms. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that some of the people that were arguing so passionately against, you know, don't work nights and weekends were doing that argument at night on Twitter, which is basically a form of work, right? There's this idea that they have that they want to get out into the world because it's important to them. And I, and, and so, you know, push, promoting that on social media is a form of work. So um, anyway, but uh, I, I understand both sides of it. I kind of have mixed feelings on it. Um, I, I see, I see companies that push people too hard because they don't have really good systems and I don't think that's a, a great thing. Um, uh, I think that's something to, to definitely improve on. And yet, you know, when you see an individual that, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I mean, I think it's rare to see someone that's really going to have a lot of success who doesn't want to work a little extra, um, but that said, I, like me, like I've always been very like nine to five with my schedule, very routine with my schedule. But then like I'll spend time thinking about stuff at night um, and solving problems in my head, right? We all, do, I'm sure as developers, we all do that. And so that's work. If you're solving a problem in your head, even though you're not at a keyboard, I got, sorry, that's work, <laughs> you know? So 
Um, anyways, just want to share some thoughts on that. I'm not sure how helpful that is, but okay. Um, yeah, this is a random thought I had, but you know, my buddy Phil Jackson was Jackson was tweeting about sort of the simplification of e-commerce, and um, I don't have his Twitter thread handy. I wish I did, but it it was very he it was a Twitter thread. It was a very eloquent Twitter thread um, on uh, what do you call the third uh, modern e-commerce modernity. I, I don't the the broader point the the point of the thread was that e-commerce is getting simplified. Um, and, you know, with, um, you know, current, you know, the, the, the current trend, with kind of the trendier uh, direct-to-consumer websites, uh, e-commerce sites, is that they're simpler, right? You look at PWA. PWA is a simplification of e-commerce. It's about speed, um, and it's about reduced functionality, which is kind of crazy. Um, that as, the thought that I had was, you look at a, a, a system like Magento, right? And we're if we're if somebody's moving into a PWA, they're losing tons of functionality. Um, uh, and, but the thing is, is that a lot of that function, like there's so much functionality within Magento um, or any e-commerce framework that's just built up over time, which it you know isn't necessarily needed, right? Like you like the whole the whole that's the whole interesting thing about PWA is that basically what we're saying is we can just ax we can ax off 50% of the functionality, 80% of the functionality, and give you a basic core website that's clean, that's fast, that has uh, payment integrations from you know third-party Apple Pay, Google Pay, so you can pay quickly. You don't need all that in implementation of, of custom payment methods and, and, and on and on and on. Um, third-party vendors for things like shipping and things like that. You can have a very lightweight website, and it's a better experience for the end consumer. Um, so the, the thought I had, and this is, this is really all it was, is a very, very small thing was like, how many lines of code, um, are being dropped uh, of functionality when somebody moves from, let's say a standard Magento installation to a PWA. And I don't even, I don't know what that number is, if it's tens of thousands or whatever, but in terms of like, okay, you're not using wishlist functionality or you're not using... Um, you know, uh, segmented customers groups or whatever, right? Like, I was just wondering um, how many, that was the thought that I had is like, how many lines of functionality are you, lines of code are you just just, just cutting uh, if you move from standard Magento to PWA? So, just another, just another uh, uh, thought on this whole, on this whole uh, simplification of e-commerce, this whole theme around simplification of e-commerce and PWA. Okay, next up. <clears throat> no ice left. Ah, um, <laughs> so, all right. On topic of certifications, um, I one of the things I see um, one of the agencies that I think is doing a tremendous job of um, getting their people certified. Um, uh, one of the, one of the things I've seen uh, agencies do is to have like a really strong program internally um, to encourage certification. I think there's a number of um, components to that. One um, is just uh, just encouraging it, right? Just letting people know it's a priority. Obviously for all solutions partners, um, certifications are a big deal. Um, Magento Corporate is pushing them. The certification directory is sorting on certification count. So 
um, you know, if you're a solutions partner, you're thinking about certifications and you're wanting to get your certification count higher. Um, so, uh, so number one, making it a priority. Number two, what you can do is incentivize it. Um, and you can say, hey, you're going to get, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a massive amount of money, but you can say, hey, you're going to get a, a bump in your salary of, I don't know, uh, I don't have any specific numbers, but, you know, even a hundred bucks a month, 200 bucks a month, right? Would probably be, um, meaningful. Uh, and, and people, you know, people want to get, the thing is, is that it's not about, you know, it's not really about the money. People want to get certified because they want to, um, you know, any developer that's worth their salt, you know, wants to challenge themselves and wants to learn new things, right? So they're going to want to, um, aside from it, but it gives a little extra, just a little extra bump, um, to the, to the level of motivation. And then, um, so you're encouraging a company wide, you're put, putting a little bit of a monetary bump in there. Um, or maybe it's a one-time thing, right? Maybe it's just a one-time bonus or whatever. Um, and then I think the real magic is where you get your team all working together and helping each other um, to get those certifications, right? So it's like, and I don't know exactly how you can structure that, but if you can structure it in a way, maybe in your Slack group, there's a place where people can go in um, and ask questions, get supported in, in different um, certifications. Um, the truth is, is that when you, when you have a team of people that are helping each other, um, you know, and you obviously want to be ethical about this, but there's just, just a lot of ways that you can help. You can be like, well, you really want to study this area. Like you probably going to have some questions in this area and that area. Um, and those are just ways that like, those are just some of the, what's the word? The, uh, uh, uh the benefit, what's the, what's the phrase I'm looking for? The benefits of, um, <laughs> I can't remember what I'm looking for, but those are just one of the benefits of like as a team, um, as more and more people are getting certifications and taking the tests and, and, and teaching each other and learning from each other, you're going to get some really good, um, uh, some really good cross pollination, right? And it's probably going to be easier for somebody to get that certification than if they were just isolated doing it completely on their own. That's not to say that you're giving each other answers to questions, uh, but you know, you're, you're, you're saying, Hey, this is, here's where you should study. Here's where you should focus. You know, there's best practices. Maybe you're paying for study materials for the team. But I, I think I do see the agencies that are really making a concentrated effort on this are, are really churning out those certifications. So at, if you are an agency owner, you run an agency, that's probably something for you to, uh, to look at. Okay, last but not least, uh, got my new version of the site is, is coming along nicely, uh, v2.commercehero.io. And uh, uh, so if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check that out. It's on a cool uh, new uh, template, um, uh, new design template. And there's a number of things that I've uh, sort of done differently um, with things like faceted search. So it's a lot more straightforward now, whether you're looking for heroes or if you're a hero looking for jobs, there's a faceted search where you can search on location, work, um, uh, skills, Magento 1, Magento 2. I also started adding other platforms, Shopify, BigCommerce. It's a lot easier. I have a, a much more sort of flexible uh, backend where it's easier to just add skills and add some and add landing pages and things like that really easily for certain um, types of searches. You can search on hourly rates, salary, stuff like that. So, um, 
it's pretty cool. I've been iterating on the site quite a bit, uh, putting out blog content and stuff like that as well. And uh, anyways, I'm excited about the new site. I think it's it's um, uh, I think it's uh, helpful. Hopefully, it's helpful. Let me know if it's helpful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that is all I have for you. I uh, hope you have a fantastic uh, New Year's. 